Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Call 516-418-5408 to speak with the host or hit up our social media through the Facebook group or on Twitter at Let's Talk CFL. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 471. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we got, we don't have a full panel. Mark's kind of dogging it. I don't know what he's off. He's off setting up posts and links and everything else so that you people can find us and talk to us live on air right now or uh, find us later on repeat and that would be cool but uh so he's off doing his little job right now so we'll have to bring him on the show in a little bit but we got charles and mark no we got charles and william on on the show right now and we're going to talk about a bunch of things today where is my uh thing uh Yeah, we're just going to talk about a bunch of things all to do with football, like CFL football, because that's kind of what we are. You know, we got Brandon Banks is mouthing off again. We got groups interested in the Lions. I'm really saddened about that. Cameron Judge found a home. Top free agents still available. Well, are there a few? I guess so. The league plays. They say the league will be playing in 2021. The CFL will play football. I don't believe that. Edmonton's kind of found a new name, maybe. Glenn Suter's an idiot. And, uh... Canadian starting quarterbacks. Wow, that's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, and a bunch of more stuff, because we'll have to find something else to talk about, because, hey, that's just what happens. Uh, okay, what have I got? Oh, I got marks all over the place, posts and things. And uh, I got nothing to rant about, because, you know what, it's really not much going on in my life. Uh, we, we we can talk about Will's faux pas today, and uh, there was a, a couple of comments it's kind of football related and kind of not football related uh there's a a post going around that says that you know because tom brady's won seven super bowls with two different teams and uh all these accolades about him being the goat the greatest times and this that everything else and you know what in the nfl he probably is okay but that doesn't mean he's the greatest athlete of all time. And then the comparison was to Terry Fox, who ran a marathon every day for 135 days and, uh, and on one leg and, and this, that, and everything else. Raised, uh, after his death, raised millions and millions of dollars for uh, cancer research and everything else. Well, I don't and, – and Will's comment was he wasn't really an athlete. Well, I kind of agree with him and kind of not, you know. And uh, sometimes it's just – better to remain silent because sometimes you just open your mouth and stick your foot in it. And I don't know if I would have said anything. I kind of agree with the comment that Terry Fox is more important than Tom Brady. Uh, 100% I agree that he's more important to, to me and to, to Canada. Tom Brady means nothing to Canada and shouldn't. Uh, but that's beside the point. Um, is he a better athlete? Well, Tom Brady is an athlete. He's a very good athlete and he's one of the highest paid athletes in the world ever. And that's kind of important. Um, how athletic is he? That's a whole different debate, right? And is it his uh, athleticism that won all these Super Bowls, or was it his uh, uh, his mental game? Was it his intellect that 
and, and let's call it football IQ because that's what it is. He had the ability to read defenses, or still does. He has the ability to move his team down the field. He has the ability to do many different things. So we have to acknowledge that he has these attributes. Doesn't mean we have to like him. I'm I'm okay with not liking him. I don't like the league he plays in. I don't particularly like Tom Brady because he he's kind of reminds me of Saskatchewan Rough Riders all the time. But you know, uh, hard to argue. He's uh, definitely one of the greatest uh, football players to ever play in the NFL. I'm not going to go any further. Uh, another comparison was to Tony Hawk, skateboarder, far better athlete than. Uh, might even have as much money. I don't know. Tom uh, Tony Hawk was pretty popular in, in movies and and all sorts of things. So uh, I don't know. We could Google his net worth and, and go back and forth between the two of them. But I I, I think Tony Hawk is uh, I don't know hard to say. But as as an athlete, far far more impressive than uh, Tom Brady. But uh, Tom Brady can't be argued. Seven Super Bowls is pretty amazing. Seven out of how many? 55, 56 Super Bowls that there has been. He owns seven of them. Fuck. That's more than 10%. Uh, wow. Okay, so let's uh, let's get over here and open up some mics and talk some football, some Canadian football. None of this bullshit. Uh, uh, actually, I think Mark gave me his number here somewhere. I should find that and get him online. Uh, instead of me just rambling about copy, paste, should we put him into the studio yeah we should uh where are we do, 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 do. i'm almost almost know what i can do here i'm asking very well uh open up the mics here for charles and william uh charles welcome to the show buddy how you doing i'm doing well how are you i'm doing pretty spectacular uh you know all things okay. going on and what what did i do you want, no, you no, want to argue? answer your question because you were talking about net worth and stuff like that Oh, okay. Did you? Yeah. So I, quickly looked, I quickly looked it up. Tony Hawk's net worth is 140 million, and That's then I impressive. looked up Tom Brady, whose net worth is 200 million. So he's slightly ahead of Tony Hawk. Yeah, and I, I but, anticipated but he, that. Yeah. Right. I, I kind of figured that he would be, just because Tony Hawk was more popular 20 years ago than he is now. Correct. Right, but so I am very, Tony. But I, I'm, I'm very impressed that Tony Hawk's worth 140 million. I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised oh, at all. I, I, I knew he was up there. I knew he was in that. Yeah, area. but he's a skateboarder. I thought he'd throw his money away on, on bandanas and knee pads or something. <laughs> oh no, no, the man's actually quite brilliant. Uh, he'd put most of us to shame. He's one of the first skateboarders who wore wore a helmet, eh? <laughs> Yeah, from what I've heard, Tom T- Tony Hawk is a very good businessman, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, I'm 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 not surprised that he's worth 140 million dollars, and I'm not surprised that Tom Brady is worth more. Okay? Yeah. I just, as I said before, I think Tony Hawk, at, in his prime, mm-hmm. was a better athlete than Tom Brady was in his prime. Okay. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And I know a lot of people would, but if you've seen some of the things that Tony Hawk can do on uh, a skateboard, it defies gravity. It defies a lot of laws of physics. 
and, yeah. and the, the same as the same as the same as uh, Tom Brady's five point four forty yard dash in the NFL Combine. <laughs> it defies gravity too. Okay, yeah. I didn't think yeah. gravity could move that slow. Okay. But Sir Isaac Newton's laws of motion applied to Tom Brady. (laughs) He was kind of there. When I was young, and I'm talking about in my school years, possibly even before high school, definitely in uh, junior high school, there was a TV program. It's a long time ago, man. We're talking (laughs) almost, almost 50 years ago. There was a TV show, and I don't remember it was called. But it it put um, athletes from different sports up against each other in physical challenges. And they had, like, football player and baseball player and basketball player and a, a motocross racer and, you know, a, a swimmer and a sprinter. And, and, and they went off they did these things. It's kind of like one of the very first reality shows. Okay? Do you know who was the sure number was one called... athlete? Go ahead. I'm sure it was called Superstars. I think yeah, it was. I was just about to, say the, about to say the same thing, Superstars. Yeah. And who superstars. was the number one athlete every time? I don't you know. You guys remember? Was no. it always a football player? No, it was not. It was the motocross racer. The motocross oh, racer right. was in better physical shape than any, any of the other ones. So, hmm. you know, it... it, it you got to kind of really look at what, what, I mean, you can't really put a, a lineman in there and say that this is a, a physical specimen, uh-huh. you know? Hey, 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 pardon? It's not. And, and, and speaking of physical, physical specimens, I want you to know that today, for the first day in a decade, okay, first day in a decade, I jumped on the scale and I hit under 200 pounds. I'm so, uh, so how long have you had that life-threatening disease? No, I'm quite good actually. Yeah, I'm I'm really good. Yeah. The cancer and, uh, cells that, are finally eating away at your body. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm good. I'm actually Weird. feeling really good about things, and uh, I'm uh, uh, 27, 28 pounds lighter since Christmas. Well, do you realize that as you get older, being an old man, you tend to shrink, right? So it's just going to naturally happen to all of us. So just saying. Yeah, you might even get just under 300 pounds at some time, Will. Oh, I've, I've been under 300 pounds for quite some time now. Oh, okay. okay. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 killing, I'm killing the Peloton every day after work, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm riding my ass off, and I'm and I'm lifting as heavy as I possibly can at work, but it's not very heavy. But you, you be careful, okay? You don't want to hurt yourself. You're an old man. I, 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 you know what? It's the last thing to go. I'm still strong as I'm still strong as a horse. But I, it's, I a, it's a, your mind that's left. Is that correct? I have a little rant that I want to go on since we're since we're in this mood of rants. Are we in a rant? I just had a thought today. Did you hurt yourself? Around the, I was looking around the time internet. For everything. I was looking around the internet, and I realized that we are one of the few podcasts 
that have kept on going through this whole COVID thing. Really? Yep. Okay. And I think for everybody who said that our podcast is not very good and they've complained and we've saw those stupid ass reviews that people make, we're yes. the only uh-huh. one of the few guys that are still going. And we've been talking for a year now and there's been nothing to talk about and we still made it happen. So and still and made full shows. Very I'm tired talking we, about we run out of shit like, to talk about. Here you go. Let me call somebody out. Bo Levi Mitchell, where's your podcast, buddy? Where's the Bo show that I so enjoy so much? It's disappearing what about Nick Lewis? football. It's, Is Nick it's Lewis like, still come going? On. Come on, Bo. You have nothing better to do than spend your money and do a podcast. Oh, maybe it's because they want to pay you money to do the podcast. Anyways, I just thought I'd rant about that a little bit. No, Nick Lewis is still doing his sporadically, so. But he was never about uh, current stuff anyways. He just interviews people, so. Yeah. But apparently he's into other things now, and he doesn't have time for it. So. I, I know at one t- point in time we were the we, – we, we are a uh, an all-encompassing CFL podcast. We're not specific to one type of one team, kind of like the uh, the Empire for Edmonton or the Piffle or uh, just to naming a few of these uh, very narrow-minded shows. Okay, um, we, we are CFL wide, although we don't have board members from every CFL team, basically because we're so late and the East Coasters are bad because their their mommy won't let them stay up too late. Um, we're the longest-running all-CFL podcast. Frank's taken a, a hiatus, which was uh, Candid Frank Live. And he's, ta- he's, he's no longer on the air. So we are the longest-running CFL podcast at 400 episodes tonight. Are we going to hit 500? Of course we are. I, I, I've had... I've, I've been a little off here and there and not really wanting to participate too much because it's, I, I'm almost depressed about the CFL right now because I really don't think we're going to play football this year. Um, even though we're going to talk about the fact that they, they believe that they are and uh, we're just going to let it go. Who's breathing funny? Charles. Sorry. I was clearing my throat. They tried not to do it loudly though, to go into the mic, but apparently I failed. Ever, yes. ever Sorry. since you got your new mic, Charles, it's it, it's it's loud. It, it takes a lot yeah. of background noise. We get to hear really? Anne-Marie a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting in a room by myself. I'm just telling you, I, I heard I'm her sure just a I little bit ago. I'm sure I've heard your dog fart a couple of times, too. So. I don't think really dogs farting really make noise, do they? They just smell really bad. Oh, oh really my bad, God. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's so anyhow, so I've introduced Charles to the show. Uh, Will has participated, although he never got the actual introduction. But Will's been here. How you doing, buddy? Everything okay? You've gone on your rants. Anything else you'd like Grandiose. to add? No, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Okay. You, you so don't want to go on a Randy Ambrosi rant or anything like still that? On. Huh? No, you don't want to go never, on a Randy Ambrosi rant? That would be no, fun. Never, never make make comments about our podcast because we're still on and we're still talking even though there, there is no football and the rest of you guys can all go pound salt Fuck yourself. as far as I'm concerned so yeah, I pound didn't sand. say that but 
Okay. I did. Okay. Uh, Mark, you're on here. You're here. You're part of it. Come on, buddy. How, say hello. Hello there. I finally made it in. Got to love three and a half hours of meetings. I, dude, strata meetings are not that important. Okay, I just want to share that with you. They're really not. And you you really shouldn't make them that important because it's 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 sad. I, I'm really I'm 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 almost embarrassed for you. Okay, and it's going to be fun to talk football instead of um, hockey, which is all I've seen for the last two weeks. There's hockey. Now we yeah, well we've got the AHL contract at work now too, so it's hockey, 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 hockey. Yeah, well, good for them. So at least, are you still working, Mark? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On a regular basis? Good. Yeah, it's nonstop right now. Oh, We've good. got uh, Toronto's AHL team in for six, five days. Mm. And then we have a two-day break, and we have the Montreal Canadiens in for a week. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I just remember Henri Richard swearing on the bench at the Montreal Canadian Games when I was younger. Also remember what's his name, Gila Fleur, smoking. Uh, speaking of speaking of smoking, hey Mark, are you still off or not? Yeah, no, still not smoking. Okay, I just I just hit eight months yesterday. Well, yeah. awesome, Will. Good job, buddy. Uh huh. Do, do we need a big global shout out for Will on this one? Eight months is a pretty no, pretty big no, milestone. No, we'll, we'll we'll have a celebration at a year, okay? At a year, okay. Yeah, you get like you we'll get a, a kind of like in AA. No? Well, my the app I have sends me badges all the time. Okay. Oh, good for them. So. Good for them. And 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 the, the hardest thing to do is be an addictive smoker, and be in a house with another addictive smoker and one of you stop and the other one refusing to. So, uh, and Patty's still smoking, right? Uh, yes. I can smell it every day. <laughs> it's disgusting. And now you know how disgusting it is for the rest of us, right? Uh, it's, it's fucking vile. Okay. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah. It's there fucking you go. vile. Like, <laughs> how the fuck did I do? How the fuck did I do that? That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you're doing that to the rest of us, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So let's talk some football. We're going to go on and on and on and on. We've gone through 20 minutes already, and we haven't talked a goddamn thing. Segment one tonight, we're going to do the week reviews and week five predictions. I think we're doing week seven predictions. Uh, week six is in the bag, at least according to Sparky. Uh, so here's the results. What happened? We had the Toronto Argonauts into Montreal. Toronto was a 10 point underdog. Uh, they rolled 31 or 41 points. Uh, so ended up with 31 and Montreal. Ooh, 66. Roll, 63 points for the Alouettes. Charles, you picked Montreal. Will, you picked Montreal. Mark and CJ had Toronto. Goose eggs straight across there. Uh, the second game up was Hamilton Tiger Cats, and they cruised over to Ottawa. Uh, the handicap is minus five for both. 
Hamilton pulled a 64, so their total was 59. Ottawa was a 51. Very respectable. Lost five points, brought it down to 46. So final score was 59 to 46 for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Ottawa, uh, Charles, you took Ottawa. Will, you had the hammer. Mark had Ottawa. And CJ took Hamilton. Why did I take Hamilton? I don't know. Anyhow, I got two points out of that. Yay, me. Uh, the next game was the Calgary Stampeders into BC to play the uh, Lions, the the one in a zillion Lions, and Calgary has a terrible outing. They 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 rolled 22 points with five point handicap. They came in at 17. Unfortunately, it was more than enough to beat the BC Lions, who rolled 14 with no handicap. Well, no, they should have had a minus five on that handicap there. Spark got that one wrong. Uh, BC, oh, no, no, no. Calgary and, and BC had the same. Never mind, sorry. My bad, Spark. You even. were right. You were right. They were yeah. even, so there was no handicap for that. Uh, BC had a 14, and Calgary had a, finished with 17. The Stampeders win that one. So, Charles, you took BC as par usual. Willie took uh, Calgary for two points. Mark. The, the, the quarter failed you on this one, taking the BC Lions, and CJ had BC, of course. So Willie's the only one that pulled up points in that one. And the fourth game of the week was the Edmonton Eskimos. Came into Saskatchewan to play the undefeated Rough Riders, and Edmonton with their, their – they're winless. They were winless. Uh, they rolled 22 points, had a 10-point handicap, ended up with 12 Saskatchewan uh, rolled a 51. So I guess the stand, the Riders are still undefeated and Edmonton is still winless. Charles, you took Saskatchewan for two points. Willie, you had a tie, bro. It wasn't even close. Uh, Mark and CJ had Edmonton. No loss there. CJ's got to zero, so did Willie. So it didn't matter one way or the other. I really wanted to go for the tie on this one, too, but I couldn't bring myself to doing it. I hate them both at this point. I actually, I don't mind Edmonton so much, but I just hate this name game thing right now. It's just you're annoying the shit out of me with this name of football team. Uh, so uh, podcaster standings after week six is uh, Will's in lead with 30 points. Mark's in second with 22 Charles is 16, and CJ has got minus 6. I mean, 10 points. Uh, Sparky, I'd like you to change something here on this. This is a spreadsheet, so it should be quite easy. Uh, In week one, you've got Will having 6 points, Mark getting 6 points, Charles getting 2, and CJ with 0. That was a terrible start to the season for me. Week two is a total of week one and week two. It shouldn't be. That should be the result from week two. And at the very end, there should be a column that is the total. So week three should be what we was had in week, in, in week three. And week four should be the results for week four so that we know which weeks we sucked in. Because right now it's really hard to tell which weeks we sucked in. I know that week four we sucked because that was the same, my same total as week three. That means I got zeros Can you again. Please stop saying. You please stop saying we. What do you mean by we? We we don't suck. You suck. We don't suck. I got thirty points. I don't care. 
You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> what feelings? I have two. In your big toe or what? Something like that, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I think, my personal opinion, I think I also heard that Charles was agreeing that we should have... I have, yeah. It should be yeah, on, and then watch. there should be a column at the end that gives us our, our total for the this point in time in the season. And I'm sure that you can do this because I know a spreadsheet is capable of doing this. So if you could yeah, do that, Sparky, that would be, that would be wonderful. Yeah. I, okay. I find it very confusing uh, about that too. That's actually a really good idea. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So uh, Western division standings has the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at six and oh, undefeated. The green machine yeah, is like rolling. No, it, it's a total fantasy. Uh, Winnipeg is four and one. Calgary is two and three. They're not even 500 football. We got only two teams in the West that are above 500. This is fucking garbage. BC is one and five, and Edmonton is zero oh and five. Uh, in the East, we have Montreal at five and one, Hamilton at three and two, Toronto at two and three, Ottawa at one and four. That's the way it stands after week six. Now we're going to go into week seven for our predictions. We have Winnipeg into Calgary. Winnipeg is the visiting team, so they have a five-point handicap. Calgary is the lower-ranked team. They have a five-point handicap. Charles, even money across. Who are you going to take? Winnipeg, Calgary. Ooh, even money across. Well... It's all being done by dice. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take um, Calgary. Willie? Yeah, yeah. Calgary. Calgary. Hey, and, and Mark, are you going to roll the dice or are you just going to pick your home team? No, I uh, flipped the coin and it came up Winnipeg, so it works out way. Because your coin did fuck all for you last week, okay? Um, what place are you in standing? Shut up. I have to be cocky about something, okay? At least I got two points last week. I was going to say, someone got donuts was... last week. Someone got donuts last week. That was Mark. Just saying. Yeah. Or no, Mark and... didn't technically get them. His quarter got them. His quarter so. got them, right? That's right. And CJ's taking Calgary because I can't stand the arrogant Winnipeg team. They're still being arrogant. This, did, did you see that Andrew Harris thing this week? Calling everybody a bunch of haters? What a loser. <laughs> what a fucking loser. I, I cannot get over what a pond scum sucking ditch pig this guy is. Okay? I'm, you do I, I honestly Jerry's don't know why he's not on the Rough Riders team. Seriously. Like, he, he, he fits you them so Jerry's much better. What's that? You love Jared's memes. Uh, I'm not dealing with that. Saskatchewan into Edmonton. Saskatchewan, the visiting team, gets a five-point handicap. Edmonton is the lower-ranked team. Edmonton is 0-5. Is this the same? Is this a back-and-back series? Must be. Must be, yes. Yep. And uh, so they're even money straight across again. Uh, Charles, Saskatchewan or Edmonton? Oh, hmm. 
Um, I'm picking the, I'm picking the elk. I'm going to pick the elk, and I'm going with Edmonton. Yeah. That just sounds terrible, by the way. W- Willie, the what are you going to do? Ty. Pick the elk. Ty. I figured that was going to happen. No, no, he's going to pick a tie. Uh, oh. Mark, Mark, roll that dice. I'll go with the green. I'll go with the green pukes. You're going with Saskatchewan. They both wear green. Yeah, they both green green. Yeah, what are you both. talking about? There's only one team named the green pukes. Not according to that would be Saskatchewan. Okay. Uh, now, I don't know what you've done now, Charles, but you sound like you're in the bottom of a well. Uh, I'm adjusting my microphone. I moved it up, so I thought it might not be as loud, but now it gets too, too quiet. I'll just go back to there. That, that, that's much better. Okay. We, we appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, CJ, what are you going to do here? I'm going to take Toronto. Uh, okay, it was a was little a, funny. Was, uh, that, I, was that a joke? I, no. I, well, no, because it was everything but not taking a tie. I don't want to take Edmonton. I don't want to take Saskatchewan, and a tie is really lame. Uh, I'm going to take Edmonton for some reason. I'm not sure are why. Take, are you going to take the L or the S? Which one? I'm going to take the Eskimos. Okay. Okay? Because I, there is not, a, there is not a hope in fucking hell I'm ever going to call them the Elks. Okay? Not not ever. Now is, it, is, it, is it the Elks or is it the Elk? Because if it's elk, the yeah. Elk, that's just fucking stupid. I don't know. I think you have to. I have to. I have to. You believe that there it's going to be pluralized because if it's just singular, there's only there's got to be more than. It's not like Tiger Woods is out golfing. It's 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 a team of people. Right. So my in my opinion, it would have to be pluralized. It would be really stupid if it wasn't. You know, we've got the Canucks, we got the Eskimos, we got the Rough Riders. We got the Argonauts. They're all pluralized. Yeah. You can't come out and call it the elk. Un- unless, of course, the plural of elk is elk. Kind of like moose. You can't call it mooses or meat. Moose's lips. Moose's lips. Yeah. Okay. So, carry on here. Now we have the Ottawa Red Blacks. One and four. Traveling to Toronto to play the two and three. Oh my God! There's only one team worse than Toronto, or two teams worse than Toronto, and BC is one of them. Um, so normal. Ottawa has a ten-point handicap. Toronto is even. What say you, Charles? Uh, so the handicap, uh, Ottawa's a handicap, ten points. Ten points. Oh, go with Toronto. <laughs> okay. And Will. Ottawa. And Mark. Ottawa. Uh CJ's gonna take the red blacks here. 
Don't know why. I have no idea why. Misery at the bottom. Okay, in the final game for this coming week, we have the Montreal Alouettes into the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Montreal, being the away team, has a five-point handicap. Hamilton, the lower-ranked team, having a five-point handicap. It's even money across the board. Charles, Alouettes, Tiger Cats. Ooh. Alouettes, Tiger Cats. Uh, you can't take them both. I'm going to... I'm going to follow the lead of Will and say, go Owls and take the Alouettes. You're going with Montreal. And, yep. William, what are you going to do? Owls. Montreal. And, uh, Mark. Owls. Okay. And CJ has taken the Tiger Cats. They gave me two points last week, and I'm going to take them because they're going to do it again. So that's it for this week in what's not happening in the CFL. Okay, I'm going to file this one in the drawer. Oh, I should put week seven on that, right? Just in case Sparky loses his grasp of reality and uh, needs an update. Okay. Uh I, I really don't know what to say about this next segment. Brandon Banks has stated that if there is not a CFL season, he will retire from football and go play football somewhere else. It ain't going to be in the NFL. Well, well hang on that. for a second. This, 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 we got to take this one thing, one thing at, a, at a time, okay? Um, okay? Words are very important to me. You know, it, it, Bill Clinton proved that, you know, having oral sex with somebody is not extramarital affair because he used one word, which was is. And when dealing with Congress, he said it depends on what the definition of is is. Okay. So definitions of words is really important to me. Brandon Banks says that he will retire. That means that you're not playing football anymore. I retired from winemaking. I'm not making wine. I'm not making wine for my wife. I'm not making wine for anybody. I, I just don't do it anymore. I retired from making wine. I retired from being a computer engineer. Uh, I don't do that anymore. That means that I can go off and do other things, and I do. Right now, I'm a heavy equipment operator, and I'm kind of having fun with it, getting to play Tonka Toys. But I'm retired from winemaking. Brandon Banks says he's going to retire. That means you retire from football. That doesn't mean you get to go play football somewhere else. Now, that being said, he's already created a stupid scenario for himself by using the incorrect words. Where's he going to play? If he could play in the NFL, he would have. In fact, he's so small, if he went into the NFL and actually got close to a football Somebody would blow him up, okay? It would be game over for that little runt. Okay, two, he's not good enough. So he's not going to play in the NFL. Okay? No, he's going to play it's high just, school. Um, it, it's just, it's not possible, right? So um, if he goes to Europe, 
Okay, he doesn't want to wait around for the CFL, but if he goes to Europe, he's going to make like $500 a game. So it's just not going to it's not it's not reasonable for him to go and play in Europe. Uh the Arena League is worse. So I really want to know where he's if he can't play football in the CFL, what does he think he's going to do? And I don't it, it makes no sense to me. I just he he, he just He's one of those people in the CFL, and don't get me wrong, Brandon Banks has talent. Okay, He is a talented player. There has been many talented players, like Durant Carter, and who we all like. We, like, we appreciate his talent. We just wish that he would keep his mouth shut. Mouth shut means fingers off the keyboard as well, right? Because that's kind of vocalizing your thoughts, even though it's in a text or a tweet or, or Instagram post or something. Um, you're just you, – shut the fuck up, okay? You, football players, sports personalities in general, shouldn't be allowed to tweet. I mean, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner said that in draft day. Don't tweet anything. Don't post anything. Don't do it because people look at this. Everybody knows what an idiot Brandon Banks is because he think he can't control his phone, right? I, it's, it's no different than Donald Trump when he was pre- What a moron. How, why did somebody not take this guy's phone away from him? It just – it was – Total lunacy. I, we've never experienced anything so ridiculous and so stupid in my entire life as Donald Trump having a phone while he's president. You don't do that. You have people that do that for you. You have people, you have script writers, you have promotional PR people to take care of you. You don't have stupid thoughts coming out of your mind and, and go on online with it, Right. Well, that's what Brandon Banks is. He's stupid thoughts. They go, come, flow out of his mouth, his keyboard, his fingers, whatever. John Carter was different. Khalif Mitchell did the same thing. Uh, Johnny Menzel did the same thing. Uh, all the people we love to hate. I mean, I really don't hate Khalif Mitchell. I kind of like him and kind of consider him a friend. But he, he said some really dumbass things. And you, you can't do that. Social media should not be allowed for professional athletes. Period. Period. It's that simple. Okay. William, you got anything to say about this? Well, I I just did something interesting while you were ranting and raving. And what it was was I decided I'd check Brandon Banks' net worth to see if he could retire. Do you know what his net worth is? Twelve bucks. No. According to the internet, and I don't know if you can believe the internet, but I just did the same thing with Tony Hawk and got the same number Charles got. Brandon Banks apparently is worth $15 million. Fuck off. I'm serious. How? I don't know. It's got to be a different Brandon Banks. No, I no no. It says right there. It says football player played for Washington for two years and plays for Hamilton now. So he, he hasn't made a million dollars in the in his entire I, life. I, I don't think has he. I maybe maybe he invested his hundred thousands of dollars into drugs or something. I don't know. Just saying. 
No, so, I, 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 I can't believe this. I, I don't Maybe believe he either, but for his school parties. He he got a, a an ex, a two year extension for one hundred eighty two thousand dollars. There's not not a hope in hell that this guy has a net worth of fifteen million dollars. Maybe he's a miracle investor. Maybe he made two or three million dollars in the NFL when he was there because he was there for two years. I don't okay. know. Anyways, just say it, man. I, 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 Charles, I know you're, you're trying to say something right now, and I'm going to uh, open your mic up, but you were breathing really heavy, and, and Will was complaining. It's not that I was really breathing heavy. It's just that this mic is literally right next to my mouth, so I'm, like, literally breathing directly into it. So I'll try you, and you, maybe adjust you, you, it you when I'm not talking. You need to get a foam so. thing on it or something. Yeah. yeah. You, need to, yeah. you need to mute it when you're not oh. talking, because if I mute you know it when what? you're not talking, I then I I, you, you can't talk. Okay, I'm going to try something else because I think I can. I've got a foam thing here. I'm going to see if it's any better. So I just put it on. So I just found another website. I don't know if this is the same one that Will found. And it says here um, net worth $1 million to $12 million. It gives like a range. So I don't know where they're getting $15 million from because this site I've got says $1 million to $12 million. So it, it doesn't really say. So I... I fit in that category, and I'll tell you, I'm not very close to $12 million. I'm not very close to 12. I'm definitely closer to the other end, but, you know, let's not go there. I don't know. It's weird. But, yeah, I want to know how they got his net worth at $15 million. I really want to know. My other comment... My other comment about him retiring if the CFL doesn't play this year is, here you go, who cares? I don't. Receivers are a dime a dozen, especially little Smurf receivers like Brandon Banks. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Retire and go to pool party. Go on the pool party circuit for the rest of your life. Who cares? Anyways, go ahead. Just shut up and go away. That's kind of like my yeah. concept with Johnny Menzel and with Deron Carter, with anybody else. Just shut up and go away. Because I'm tired of your and bullshit. And does he think this is like a? Does he think this is like some kind of a threat? It saying, is a threat. Oh, if we don't it play, is. it is. But does it he think that that many people are really going to care? The Global News says Ty Cat star receiver threatened to retire if 2021 CFL season is scrapped. That's global news. That's quite the, the headline. headline when they say he's, gonna, he's threatening to retire. Don't fucking hit the let the door be on your. Never mind. I'm just not going there. There'd be a lot more than him that yeah. retires. If there's well, no, no and and. And you know what? He hasn't gotten all that net worth from selling Grey Cup rings because he doesn't have any. Yeah. Charles, it's much better. Is is it? Okay, good. So far. Yep. Okay. And the other thing is, um, under contract, you can't just say, oh, I retire from the CFL and then go play in another league. It doesn't work like that. If that were the case, anyone that would get NFL interest would just say, oh, I retire from the CFL and go sign in the – it doesn't work like that. You can't just say I'm retiring 
with a valid contract and just go play in another football league. That doesn't work like that. The, that'd be circumventing your uh, your um, your what you call it your contract. It doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah, but well, Chris, but Chris Williams could have done that with Hamilton. Remember? He's probably thinking about playing high school football, anyways, Charles. So <laughs> I've seen high school football players that were bigger than him. I know that. That's why he could fit in. Yeah. Well, everybody would. Uh... No, nobody would argue that he's he, he, he's a high school football player. I mean, mental capacity wise. Oh no, mental capacity wise, he's a high school kicker, actually. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, for some strange reason, I'm not arguing with that. And what should we do with kickers, Will? As Troy, as Troy would say, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. <laughs> Mark, what's your thoughts on Brandon Banks? You've been very quiet for this entire show. Uh, he, he's not the only one that's going to retire or leave football if there's no season this year. Um. Even if there is football this year, there's going to be guys leaving or retiring. That's what football is. He wants to go somewhere else and play football. Well, he's leaving the second highest paying league. He can go to the spring league where he can pay to play. Um, yeah, he he just needs to do some more pool parties before the season starts, and I think he'll be fine. The guy's an idiot. The reason that they shouldn't have Twitter for athletes. Yeah. Well, he should what, go what, play in that fan league that uh, Johnny Manziel's playing in. <laughs> go play there where they pay like uh, 150 bucks a game or whatever he's going to make there. Yep. It, wasn't he get, didn't he get right buses for Molly? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Do do. Okay, we're going to have a vote now. Okay, we're going to go. I'm going to pull you guys. Mark, do you really care about Brandon Banks and what he does or if he continues in the CFL? No, you know, it's fun to watch him, but not particularly. Somebody else will come in. Right, do you need to flip your core? Are you okay? <laughs> Charles, do you care what happens with Brandon Banks if he stays or leaves or fucks off or does anything? He's an entertaining player, but if he left, I could care less. And William, you just want Brandon Bert to being who? a kicker. Brandon who? Brandon who? Okay. Yeah, I I I I personally think it's time for him to leave. I've I've had enough of his bullshit. I mean, my my five year old going on six year old grandson more mature. So, anyhow, that's kind he's of, all he's kind all of, about himself, and he's demonstrated that many times. Yep. Okay, we're gonna move on just because I'm tired of this sick of this guy. It's like kind of rehashing Johnny Manziel all the time. I just. Come on, can he go away already? You know, it, when he leaves, when he leaves the CFL for good, he's gone somewhere else, whether it's in the spring league, XFL, NFL, in the toilet, I don't care. 
people are still going to be writing articles about it. He's still going to open his mouth just like that uh, idiot. What's the, I can't even remember the guy now. That linebacker from Calgary that went down to the States. Singleton. Alex Singleton. Alex Singleton. Yes. You're gone. Shut the fuck up. And Three Down Nation, quit quoting him because it's really nauseating. Okay? Moving on. Moving on. There are four groups interested in buying the Lions. This is kind of depressing. Uh, there will not be a sale of the team until they find out whether or not there's going to be a 2021 season. The estate is, and, and whichever potential purchaser may do a joint venture through the 2021 season. Uh, there's a lot of ifs, buts, and bangs. There's no real definition as to who these buyers are. Am I correct there, Charles? That's, that's correct. Yeah. So everything is all hush, hush, secret, secret. I, I wish that I had the ability to get a letter to the uh, Dave Braley estate that is negotiating this because I, I've tried that. I don't believe that the people that I gave my letter to uh, had to actually give it to them. So uh, I'm really, I don't know what to do. I think there's a better answer. I honestly believe that there's a better answer. I kind of want to go talk to uh, my, our friend, our friend, who is is, uh, a high-ranking Patterson rep and uh, see if Jimmy wants to step up and do this. I know he's in his 90s, but uh, he could probably do this with what's sitting on his night table. Uh, Charles, what do you got to say about this? Anything? Well, I know there's a new ownership at some point coming because I don't think that uh, Braley's kids really want to hold on to the team all that long. Uh, But I think that they'll try and respect. David Braley would have sold the team if he thought uh, he found a buyer that would really um, keep the team running the way he kind of wanted it to. And I think that his kids will try to – uh, carry out his wishes in that respect. Uh, you it doesn't think? name who the groups are. I, I think they're going to try. Whether they, how successful they are, I really can't say. I don't know because uh, we obviously we haven't seen the sale yet. But um, yeah, I mean, I know it's going to come at some point. Um, I don't know when. I mean, we've heard rumors of groups in the past. Of course, the. The Aquilinis have been mentioned in the past. There's been a couple other groups. I don't know if any of those are the ones that are being referred to. Um, so we're just going to have to wait and see, really. That's uh, the long and the short of it. But uh, like you said off the top, uh, it's all dependent because no one's buying the team if there's no season this year. That's not going to happen. Uh, nobody's that stupid. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see uh, how it goes at that point. <sighs> Well, what I don't understand is they said that Bailey set aside enough money to fund the BC Lions for a number of years. Correct. So what happens to that if someone buys it? And why would they sell the team if that's in place? 
if you don't want to be part of the team, you just got to hire someone to run the team and take it from there. True, but eventually that money will at some point run out. So you've got to, you've still got to be looking for a new owner at some point. I but, mean, there's but, no, but, there, but let's face it, there's says, no urgency. It says that it's been fun. It'll be funded for a number of years. But will they fund the salaries and the team? Well, what well what else is that fun for? What else is that fun for? Marketing. The thing well, that doesn't Braley say that. doesn't say that. Yeah, but Braley destroyed the marketing. And if it wasn't Braley, it was the people under him. They got rid of most of BC's marketing team. You're in a pretty tough sports landscape. So I don't know if it's good if they hold on to them and keep holding on to them because there's money there. Unless they've got somebody who's got a vested interest in the Lions, it's just going to bury them even further on the landscape. Mm -hmm. Because they'll probably go with the people they already have, which in the marketing department is... Nothing. Twitter site? Yeah, but in my... In my opinion, the best marketing department is the winning team, so that's what they got to do. Well, they got to win. Yes and no. It that that has not happened for the Argonauts. Okay. I mean, they <laughs> won they a Grey Cup, a and their attendance team. went down. Yeah, but they won the Grey Cup. That was the last game of the year. Okay, and they know it was a fluke. Okay, so and Toronto's not interested. Period. So I, back in the early well back back in the early two thousands, like I'd say between like two thousand and say two thousand and ten, the Lions had one of the best marketing departments in the CFL. Uh, they did some like really good and creative commercials. You might guys might have seen the one with the the guy with the flag and the the uh, ceiling fan and stuff like that. And they had other ones too. And in the last you know, five to seven years, their marketing has been garbage. It, it's been basically non-existent. non-existent. Like, like Mark said, it was a Twitter page. That's their marketing. You used to always see BC Lions heading into the season, even during the season. You would always see BC Lions commercials on TV. You never do anymore at any time. So... They uh they they, need, they got work to do. They got to rehire staff. The first thing they have to do is get somebody in the Braley Foundation or whatever that's interested in football. Why? Because if it's just a bunch of number crunchers, that's not going to help a lot. Well, I, I, I honestly don't think it makes a difference at this point in time. It's, it's in a terrible transition stage. And if the, the worst thing that could happen to the BC Lions right now is a 2021 season. The worst thing that could happen is them play football. Because there isn't going to be any marketing. There isn't going to be any promotions. There isn't going to be anything coming out of this. Thing. You've, got a, you've got an estate that owns a team that really doesn't give a shit about them. And they're not going to spend a dime more than they have to. And until it, there's a team, uh, uh, an, an owner that has passion for them, 
uh, it's it's a bad idea. Um, yeah, it's just I don't I don't see a, a a win here anywhere. I really don't. I do not see a win. It, it's not good. Hey, when you're on somebody's Twitter page and you want to send them a message, how do you do that? There should be a little button at the top with like a little, it looks like a little envelope. And that's uh, the button to send them a, a direct message, a private direct message. Oh, and can you and turn that Twitter off? Page, uh, some Twitter pages have it, some don't. Okay. So you, some, some may have it and some don't. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, I this has not got it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we've lost Will. Uh, we've lost Will. Why? Yeah, I just I don't know. I'm just on the page and it says that he's dropped. <sighs> he's pushing buttons again. <laughs> Apparently not the right ones either. Uh, it's never the right ones. He hangs up all yeah. the time. Yeah, just he just put a message. I just hung up. Call me back. I had to go find his number because he didn't have the courtesy to give it back. Oh, he did. Never mind. Where where did the blog talk go? There, Will's, Will's back in. I I, okay. I see you, Will. Well, You're here. I'm here. Is the, okay. is the phone too complicated for you again? I'm sorry to hear that. Well, you know what? I'm attracted to shiny red buttons, so I thought I'd I'd hit it and and it hung up. So, what can I say? Y- you and Donald Trump, right? Absolutely. Thankfully, thankfully, there's a second key. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I, I really don't know. I don't think there's anything that we can discuss about these teams. We'll have a discussion when there's actually somebody who uh, who buys the team. Uh, do we have a hmm. – A what? I don't know. Never mind. Uh, I'm going to go move on. We're moving on. We're moving on. The Argos have signed Cameron Judge. Okay, and and the internet blows up, and it, and it. Forgive me for being uh, abrasive at this point in time. Rutger fans have the audacity, audacity, to be calling Toronto out for going over the cap. Okay. Look who's talking. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Okay. Now, yes, I know that there, there, there is now there are now more CFL teams that have gone over the cap than the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but all eight teams in the CFL have gone over the cap five times total, not each total. Okay, all of them combined, their combined amount of times over the cap is five. Saskatchewan alone has been over the cap four times. So for any of you fans out there, Ryder fans, who are 
calling out Toronto, going to the cap and being butthurt because Cameron Judge signed with the Argos, you're idiots, okay? You're hypocritical idiots. And we're not going to go there right now, okay? We're going to stop there and move on. Um, The problem that most people have with this is that they don't understand that not one penny of this goes against the Toronto cap until they play football. Okay? Unless there's a signing bonus involved, and then it goes against the cap. But you can sign as many players as – well, you can't sign as many as players. You've got a restriction on how many players you can sign. But it doesn't matter how much you've paid them. Because as long as it comes to cut-down day, you release these players or renegotiate their salaries, none of it happens. None of it matters. You can pay him $4 million if you want. Just when it comes to play football, you don't pay him. I don't know. What do you think of Cameron Judge being signed by the Argos, Mark? I think it's a great signing by him. Yeah, yeah. He is a ratio breaker at his position, and he's a damn good football player. 100% agree. And as for the whole they went over to going over the cap, if you don't know the rules, please shut up. No, it's a good signing. Yeah, it's a great signing. I wish BC had signed him. There was was talk of him coming to BC. I'm happy it gets him out of the West. Yeah. Yeah, if he didn't go to BC, I wanted him to go to an Eastern team. Can't argue with that. And I'm happy that Toronto trying to build the team. Yeah, they actually look like they're trying to build a football team, don't they? They're throwing money at it. Uh, so much for spending to the floor. And I understand and appreciate that. But we knew right from the very beginning that Toronto and Saskatchewan were not going to pay to the floor. Well, we won't know until cut down day. We won't. Well, will we even know then? We the, the, the contracts are not released, so. Yeah, but you know what certain guys are making are close to, so. <clears throat> and Judge wasn't going cheap. No. He's a bloody machine, and he's a ratio breaker. That makes him very expensive. I, he, he, at this point in time, he could become the highest-paid Canadian in there, and then, then maybe Andrew Harris can shut the fuck up. Speaking of that, did you see who the highest-paid non-quarterback is in the CFL? No. Will's favorite from Edmonton. Quacky Bantu? Yes. <laughs> wow. He's, he's the highest-paid non-quarterback? Yeah, there was, an there was a thing put out last week, I think it was that he is the highest-paid non-quarterback. Who is this? Quattro. Oh, he calls him Kwaku Botang or whatever his name is. Yeah. I think he's a linebacker for Edmonton. 
No, he's a line. He's a defensive end. Defensive lineman, defensive end. Okay, yeah. And he's Canadian. Yeah. Wow. Two hundred and five thousand. In hard wow. money. Tells you how far the middle contracts have dropped, too, though, doesn't it? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, here's some news, some serious news. Um, I I don't know. You guys, uh, we'll, we'll hang on a second. We'll let's finish with Cameron Judge. Uh, anybody else? William, what do you got to say about this? Yeah, you know what? I I really think Toronto's got over the over the salary cap, to be honest with you. But just because they've signed all these guys doesn't mean they can't cut some of them before the season starts. Well, they have to, right? They're probably not going to so, have a choice. I wouldn't think so. And yeah, Cameron Judge is a ratio breaker, but. You know, you also need someone competent to back him up, or you got to change a bunch of things. So, uh, you know what? And and he's gone to the east. So, hey, more power to him. I'm glad you're in the east. Go away. Has Sam Hill retired? Huh? Has Sam Hill retired? That could be his backup. No, he's going back to Saskatchewan. I guarantee you, he's going to run the middle, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to run the middle. (laughs) <laughs> Mind you, I don't know. Has he been out of the, how long has he been out of the CFL? Couple of years? I think oh, I'm there last year. I I'm looking at a picture of Cameron Judge. He's a white guy. <laughs> Jesus. Did you just say that, Christopher? Oh my god. He did. <sighs> Hate mail directed to Christopher Jones, please. Hey, uh, just I know you don't like me to bring him up uh, very often, Christopher, but 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 <laughs> Singletary was white too, okay? Singleton. Singleton, sorry. Singletary was black, yes he was, but Singleton was white. Oh my God, we're in trouble. <laughs> We're all going to hell. Okay, I are, are we done with this? Can I can I move on? Mm-hmm. I, I I got some no, cool news. No, I gotta news. verify it. I'm looking for a picture of Cameron Judge. I, I got well, I got a picture of a white guy in a Saskatchewan uniform, and it says Cameron Judge beside him. I can't see the back, so I have to believe that it is. No, I just I just asked the internet: Is Cameron Judge white? <laughs> I, I think so. Move he's on, a Montreal Christian. native. He's a Montreal native. Yeah. You know that? Who, Cameron right, Judge? Canada, somewhere. Yes. Yes. Okay, so hang on. i got to go back here and find this article that I was reading. I scrolled past it. Um, oh, 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 here it is. Canadian single event sports betting bill led by Riders fans. Kevin Waugh passes second reading. That that is huge, okay? That is the one thing that actually might save the CFL. Yep. 
Yeah, we've it, talked it, about this before. We have, but but the fact that it's actually past second reading is massive. It usually gets shot down long before this, but it it might go the distance. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't. There would be revenue for the Canadian government on this, and all of a sudden, income would be massive. Uh, it'd be a no-brainer for them, but obviously, we're dealing with a lot of no-brainers, so it could go either way. But I, I'm sorry, I just I was scrolling through Let's Talk CFL Facebook page, and I saw this that Todd posted this about a week ago. Or sorry, about an hour ago, two hours ago. Now it just came up, and uh, this is massive. This is just is absolutely massive. I'm I'm very excited about this. Okay, and uh, did it? Did you guys see that picture today that Todd posted of himself when he was little? He actually had hair. It was like red curly <laughs> hair. Yep. <laughs> kind of kind of looked like Bozo the Clown. Did I say that out loud? No, I didn't say that out loud. Sorry, Todd. I didn't mean, mean to say that. I didn't. Uh, well, maybe. No, no. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, we got to go over to the list of top free agents that are still available. This is going to be a, a, a. Is this a short list or is this a big list? Because I, I think most of the big guys have actually signed already, right? Cameron Judge just signed. Oh, Enoch Mwamba is still unsigned. He must be one of the top high-up guys. Uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, well, he's not really so- talking with any teams because he's still trying to get down into the CFL at 30, or the NFL at 32 years of age. Good fucking luck with that. Uh, Justin Medlock is is still a free agent. Uh, we expect this 37-year-old uh, kicker to... What's from Manitoba? Well, I, I just was on the blog talk page, and I noticed that there was another phone number on hold that isn't any of ours, and it's from a 413 area code, and I looked it up. That's an area code from Manitoba. I just noticed this is, that. This I don't is know why who, I need multiple... I don't know who it is. This is why I need multiple monitors so that I can be looking at this while I'm going scrolling through Facebook. So should we go and open this podcast, Mike? Oh, my God, I already did. Uh, For one number, who are you? Speak. Hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, not bad. How's it going? I'm pretty good. Want to state your name? Oh, it's just uh, Rudy listening to your guys' show. I, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know uh, that I was gonna go through or whatever on the call. So <laughs> you're kind of on number. hold. You're just listening on hold, and the number comes up here, and and I can push the button that says that brings your mic live, or I can mute you if you're gonna be a dick about things. But um, <laughs> I, right now, I've got your mic open, and uh, so you're okay. you're on the show. Yeah, no, I've just well, I've been listening to you guys usually. Actually, I've been listening to you guys pretty much every week. Uh, pretty much, yeah, for the, about the last year, year and a half, actually. So, hey, hey, wow, Will, we've got another fan right. that makes three. <laughs> <laughs> we got three fans now. No, um, 
don't forget Lawrence down in Texas, right? There's a shout yeah, out. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah. You guys, you guys have a you guys have a good podcast going there. Like, uh, there's not a lot of really. If you just want to listen and to guys talk about CFL football or whatever, there's not a lot of podcasts out there. I find anyway, but. Well, you can discuss that one with Will because I really don't listen to any podcast. I don't even listen to my podcast. If I miss the show, I don't <laughs> go back and listen to it. So, I mean, what's happened happens. Um, and I really don't care what any of the other guys have to say. But you, I appreciate the comment that you actually like our show. That's kind of cool. Um, well, I'm excited yeah. that we have a fan. Oh, yes, yeah, so we got a fan. We should look up and the are stats. You, are you Canadian or are you uh, American? Well, I've messaged you on Facebook before. It's Rudy. Oh, Rudy Lep, right? Or Lope? Or uh, how do you pronounce your no, last no, name? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. No, no. If, if anything, I disagree with. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Rudy Peterson, oh, yeah. actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, the guy who gets kicked off, you're the guy who gets kicked off of websites all the time. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> me? Yeah. No, it's... No, the other Rudy gets kicked off. I kicked him off. Yeah, no, that's the other guy. That's the guy I thought it was. It's not him. Just the same first name. No, he. Yeah, he's a fellow oh, okay. fan. No, I, 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 I don't know him, but uh, I don't agree with much uh, that he says on you guys' page. So. That's like all, all I got to say on that. Is uh, right. hey, is Phil ever gonna go on the show again? No. What happened to Phil? You got. You guys. Well, you guys know, need to get it right. I'm a Bombers fan, and you guys need a Riders fan on there. No, we don't. We um, do. We, yeah, we do, because we need someone to pick on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Phil had some uh, personal challenges yeah. and, uh, and, and and family matters that he had to take care of, and they, they, they were all-consuming, and he didn't have the time to um, to put into the show. So okay. we, yeah, no, we wish him sense. well, yeah. and off he goes. Uh, if we could mm-hmm. find a knowledgeable Riders fan that wasn't an idiot, uh, <laughs> we, we, we could bring him on the show, right? But We're going to owe more on that. It, yeah. it, it, it's really hard. <laughs> no, I, I, know, I, 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 I know all about it. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've grown up in Manitoba basically my whole life, but half my family's kind of from Saskatchewan, half Manitoba, and then uh, some from my Calgary, actually. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, definitely going into hostile territory, uh, watching a game out of Mosaic. I, you know, I've honestly, everybody said, are you going to go to Mosaic to uh, watch a football game sometime? And... Uh, no, because I think I think it would be dangerous for my life because of some of my comments that I've said. There, there are people over there that would actually they, they ah, would contemplate on, going to jail. Come on, Christopher, you're from D.C. You're too good to go to Regina. I've never been. Well, that's not true. I have been to Regina. I drove through it once when I was like 11. But but that that was against my my will, and I couldn't have do anything about it. Uh, I have been to Saskatoon by by choice, and Saskatoon's not a bad town, but it, it is a town. Don't call it a city. It's just a little town. Um, yep. Yeah, don't go to Regina. Just do yourself a favor. Stay far away from there as you can. 
Oh, I'm not going there. It's dangerous. <laughs> I, I, I'd be oh, better New off Mosaic walking into Moscow. New Mosaic is a great stadium. It's Bomber's second home. Yeah. Well, they we win more over there than they win at home. They pretty much always win there. Winnipeg has beaten Regina in every important game in New Mosaic. And BC has beaten Winnipeg in every important game. So let's just move on. (laughs) Okay, so Rudy, you can just hang in the background here, and if uh, we get something happening in wonderful, then uh, you can pipe up, okay? But uh, we're just going to keep going because we got a couple of segments left, and we might run out of time. Who knows? Well, no, you know what? Who knows? Sure, uh, I, I was on, I was honestly just meaning to listen to the show tonight. Uh, I would love to come on one night. I, I have some stuff I got to kind of deal with here now. I, I wasn't expecting you guys are going to bring me in or anything like that. But uh, well, yeah, it, it was it's kind of there. I really wish that they had the ability to text these people, right, so that they could find out. I could go, who the hell are you and why, and what are you trying to do? Because we we've opened the mic for, and there's been some real assholes. Um, yeah, no, mostly, mostly Americans, but that's beside the point. Uh, not that I'm picking on Americans in general. Okay. Cause, but they did elect this other guy. Oh, scary. Okay. I'll, I'm, I'm going to mute your mic there, Rudy. You guys, you take care. Have a good night and enjoy the show. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to keep fellas. going. Take bye. Oh, there you See, go. People we do have a fan. We do have a fa- I, that's three of them now. Yeah, you know what? Sure. He messages me, messengers me all the time. So, well, he hung up. So now he's gone. Okay, maybe he'll come back. We probably back scared him off to deal with. I, I, could, I, could, have, I could, I could, I could have done that. Okay, so where are we with these top free agents? Where, where did that go? Is that three down nation? No, that's We're not at what that Enoch is. Mwamba. I know, but yeah. I can't find left? it. I can't find my article. Who else is left? Enoch Mwamba. Enoch Mwamba. McLeod uh, Bethel Thompson. Yes, which which I don't consider really uh, an active player. Uh, Justin Medlock, that kicker, 37-year-old kicker. No. Matt O'Donnell, O-lineman, 6'11", 350 pounds. Okay. Uh, Justin yeah, Tuggle. Well, Matt O'Donnell would look good on anybody's team, to be honest with you. A six foot eleven, three hundred and fifty pound lineman? Are you kidding? That's half the line right there. Yep. Well, BC's line. He's no. a big man. He's I've a big seen man. Him yeah. Live in action, and he is a big man. Yeah. No, I, I would, I would like him. You know, he, he is, he's definitely out there. I don't know why he has a sign. But let's just uh, carry on. Uh, Justin Tuggle, a backer out of Hamilton. That's kind of iffy. Uh, Taylor Loeffler. Alex Bazzi, another one. That, eh. and, and Rico Murray. If this is the best of what's left, uh, there's not much left. There's not a lot left, no. 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 There's only a couple on here that... I mean, personally, I don't think Enoch Mwamba is going to get a team. He will. It'll just be not for what he originally wanted. I don't think Somebody he'll sign for what he doesn't want. If he wants to make money playing football, he will. Yeah. We'll see what happens on that. I don't know. 
I don't know. Is there anybody that you guys know that's not on this list? None that I can think of. No, I took a look uh, the other day. There's not a lot of huge names. There isn't. I still think Alex Bazzi can be uh, an effective player. He's probably taken a bit of a step back, but, I mean, he had eight sacks still last year uh, in 2019, so I still think he can be uh, an effective player. I I, oh, yeah. I liked Alex Bazzi. I mean, I, so did I. I was disappointed that he did, he left the BC Lions. And but obviously he didn't fit into the mix and he was gone. I just went over to the CFL's top thirty free agents and uh most of them are signed, so that's this is just yeah. uh I a waste of an article. Solomon Aluminium retired. Yeah, okay. Carry on. Um I don't know what to do. If the league starts to play in the 2021 season, a June or July start is unlikely. So that means August, September, heading to training camp in August is not going to be fun for anybody. Nope. It's simply going to be too hot. Unless they do what the NFL did and incredibly shrink training camp. Well, how important is training camp? Well, isn't the CFL honest, training camp two weeks long or something the, like yeah. that? It's not very long. Yeah. Well, the, the NFL didn't even really shrink training camp either. They just didn't play yeah, any preseason did. games. No, I think oh, it was right, still okay. about a month long. They just didn't play any preseason games. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, training I camp used to be when players came to training camp and got into shape to play the season. Okay? Because they were too busy flipping burgers or doing whatever else in the off offseason. Um, now, most athletes train 24-7, 365, and they're mm-hmm. in shape before they get to training camp. And then training camp is what? It's just trying to get the camaraderie and, and, and the, the rhythm with the teammates and get it going. You need 30 days to have that. Well, some teams need the entire season. They still don't get it. Um, yeah, I think you can, can truncate the, uh, the preseason down because it's how important really is it? Mm-hmm. It used to be very important. Is it as important this time? I mean, I yes, training, training camp is really how for coaches to decide who's going to be on the team, okay? So you know who's going to be on your team. Then it's just a matter of why don't we just have training camp with the people. Like, we have rookie camp, which is a week before, and then we have the, mm-hmm. the, the, the regular season camp. Why don't we have, like, the rookie camp and then, you know, like, the questionable camp, and then, okay, then the veterans show up a couple of three days before season starts. Not the veterans, but the, you know, the, 
Why does Brian Burnham or Mike Riley have to go through a full training camp? You know, they know that they're going to be in the starting lineup. They're not fighting for a position. That's just an example. I think the CFL can get away with a uh, with a training camp. Basically, they just cut down the training camp roster. You could probably get away with a training camp of ten to fourteen games and start ten to fourteen days and then start playing. Yeah. If you have a, if you go in basically with knowing who the majority of your team is, maybe you have a couple spots left over. But other than that, you know the majority of your team, and then you just start practicing with your your main unit right away. It, what a novelty! I mean, and then you nobody, gotta, nobody no, who no one cares about preseason games. They really don't. And very few times how players play in preseason games actually uh, matter in earning a spot. I mean, sure, there is exceptions. But for the most part, the the guys you see in the training camps, like a lot of the players in like the first preseason games, barely ever see the field. It's usually the young guys in the all-around. At best, they're playing for backup spots, typically. And we might as well use Smart flip a coin. Oh, yeah, it seems to work for him. There's some noise there in the background. I don't know who that is. but oh, yeah, You're just trying to say that it's not you. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> if it were me, I wouldn't even bring it up. William, what's your thoughts on training camp? Right up there with kickers? Uh, no, I I think... You know what? Especially this year, I think training camp is really important. And the reason I think it's really important is not necessarily for the guys that are going to be there, and we know they're going to be there. But don't forget the CFL, every CFL team is going to have two years of draft picks that they have to evaluate as well. Yep. Okay, because they didn't get to do it last year, and they're going to have to do it this year with the new guys as well. So and that's, uh, international players come in too. That's going to be hard to do on 14 days. So, I mean, one of the articles I was reading today, they were talking about how you know what, maybe we should postpone this till 2022. And reboot the whole thing and see what happens. And have a full schedule with all the things in 2022, because that's more of a possibility than having a full season this year, for sure. But I don't know if the CFL would survive another year. Yeah, I don't know either. I really have my doubts. I do. I, I have all the law. You know, people come out and make very strong statements about this, where the CFL will not survive if we don't play football in 2021, or, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Nobody knows. Nobody has that number. The only numbers that we have are three community-owned teams. We don't know if they'll survive. We don't know whether or not they'll not. They'll fail. I mean, there, there's no... Nobody knows well, what's going and, on with finances of these and, teams. And, and the interesting article I was reading today, and I can't remember where I was reading it at, but 
they said, look at a couple of things. Number one, if if we are so hot and heavy and we're going to have a season this year, how come the CFL head office hasn't hired people back yet? Apparently they haven't. Apparently there's hardly anybody working in the CFL front office. Okay, and... And apparently Edmonton is one of the few teams that does not have any support staff at all left over. And they haven't rehired anybody. And we're in February, or we're almost in March, man. Another two months, three months. So I wonder what's going on out there. I really do. So we don't know because the commissioner doesn't say anything. That is correct. Okay. I have a question for you. What does okay. the CFL head office have to do? I don't know. Exactly. So having any staff is really irrelevant because they really don't have anything to do. What could they do? What what yeah, they, what is they needed? Must, for them they to must do? do. They must do something if they had a staff before. Okay, come on. But they had football before. We haven't had football in a year. Right. So maybe when football starts, they need people, but that doesn't mean they need people now. Okay. I'm, I'm not being, you know, pessimistic here. I'm just saying, you know, what, who, what positions are not filled at, at head office? Are they relevant? What's the actual job description? I don't know, I mean, Randy Ambrosi's coffee getters or something. I don't know. Well, I, let, let's let's look at a couple things here, Will. Let's look at your company, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the company has a shipper, right? Yeah. If you haven't built anything in a, in a year, you don't need a shipper, do you? Because you haven't shipped anything. And, no. And you, you, you wouldn't need one until you started to ship something. And Correct. not even necessarily then either. So maybe not, right? So I can drive a I can drive a forklift then. These positions that are not filled at CFL head office may not need yep. to be filled until there's actually something to do. Maybe. Right. I'm pretty sure that maybe. football head, CFL head office these people are like scrambling to find something to do in the off season. Never mind a dead season. So, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'm just going with that one. I I'm not worried that, about the season because the head office hasn't rehired anybody or Edmonton hasn't rehired anybody. Shit, Edmonton doesn't even have a fucking name. Uh. So I mean it. <laughs> They're so far behind the, the eight ball. We don't know what the hell's going on over there. Yeah, well, and and once again, it's like it's if you think about it, the CFL, the CFL is no different than this whole COVID thing because we don't know what's going on day to day. Okay, they change their minds so much and they do all kinds of things so much. We don't know what's going on, and maybe maybe because. 
the governments don't know what they're doing. It's reflecting on the CFL as well. So who knows? I mean, who knows? In in all of the good intentions of CFL playing football in 2021. Yeah. The government could just say no. Yeah, absolutely, they could. Of course. Absolutely, they could. Okay. Yes, we have hockey right now in the NFL, NHL, and and the NAHL, as Mark has stated. Yes. How many fans are there in the stands? None. In Canada, zero. You can't do that with our football. No, that's nope. not going to work. You can't. Okay. You can't. They're going to lose more money than if they didn't play at all. Okay? So you're better off without a season than a season without fans in the stands. Is anybody arguing with me on this one? I won't argue with you on it, but no, I think about they're giving up fifty million dollars if they don't play. Who does? It's the, the CSL on the TSN money. No TSN money. They didn't get that last year either. Do we know that for a fact? That's what the article said. And this was a three-down article quoting Rod Peterson. TSN is not going to pay you for not playing. They're not going to pay you with no no content. Nope. There's no way they're getting that $50 million if they're not playing. And sports networks are screaming for... Something to put on TV come summer and fall okay, before now, NFL and everything else. I have a question for you. Has TSN been continuing to play CFL rerun games? No. Well, they have they a little played bit. a few, but not – I haven't seen them in a long ESPN time. ESPN Classic Canada has played a ton. Um, TSN just keeps replaying the 2019 Grey Cup. Yep. Okay. Although I I know that they own the rights for that, I am sure that the CFL has to be paid every time one of their games is played on on the air. That may be, but, but they're not paying fifty money. million. They're not paying fifty million to uh, for I, old I, games. I'm cognizant, but they're still got to be paying for it. Uh I don't know. I, you know what? There, it, it, it's, it's, this is like doing an algebra question with three unknowns. Mm-hmm. Okay, because like you seriously, you can't do it. We we do not have enough facts to form an opinion on this, although so many people do. Basically, that's because the, their opinion is based on nothing. So. If you're willing to give an opinion with absolutely no knowledge, fly at it. I'm just not. I'm not prepared to do that. I don't know whether there's going to be a season this year. I don't think there should be. Uh, Do I believe the league is going to fail if they don't have a season? I don't know. 
I don't have that crystal ball. I don't have that information. If I had the financials to all of the teams and I had projections on what their losses are going to be and I have projections on how deep of pockets their owners are and how how willingly they are to open their purse strings to, to finance the team for that, then I might be able to give you a, a, a plausible answer. But at this point in time, I don't have any of those answers. I don't know whether or not the, the two owners now in Montreal, the billionaire steel guys, are willing to pay for their team to, to sit for another year. Or maybe they are. Maybe they're just willing to write the check and just be done, right? Montreal is safe. BC is safe. Uh, is Calgary? Yeah. Tr- Toronto looks like they're safe. Hamilton? Oh, yeah. Bob Young's going to keep them going, okay? So the, the only three teams that we have to really question is um, the, the community-owned teams and whether or not the governments will bail them out. When, when is the Saskatchewan well because of the new stadiums? They have to. They have no choice, right? Yeah. And then then we're looking at Edmonton. Edmonton is the only question mark, in my opinion. And they're a big question mark because they don't even have a fucking name. My my big question mark with Calgary is uh, have the rats taken over the stadium. Okay. But it was so cold here last week that they all died, I'm sure. So. It froze to death. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So I, I, I'm just reading this message that, uh, that Rudy sent you. Okay. Yes. And Rudy, I'm sure you're going to listen to this at some point in time. Don't worry about it, bro. You're, you're perfectly okay. Uh, we jumped in and we we tried something, and no worries. If you want to phone the show again and sit there on hold and listen to it while you're at work or doing whatever else, perfectly okay. We'll just keep you quiet. You send me a, a PM or send one to Will when you want to talk, and uh, we'll open the mic up for you. Uh, otherwise, just you can sit there on hold. No problems. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. I've I've made some people sit there for two or three shows. Doesn't upset me any. Uh, but yeah, you're welcome to listen to it any way you want, Laura. Okay. Anyhow, Mark, will the league start? Will it start on time? Will it play without fans? Do you have any answers to these questions that I've asked? I still don't think it'll start in September. When once more people are vaccinated. Oh, really? Yep. They you really like think that, that that's important and relevant? That's when the governments will allow fans in the stands. Okay, so yes, you know correct. that the vaccination, for one, won't prevent you from getting it, won't prevent you from getting COVID. Yep. And it won't prevent you from getting, stop getting COVID from if you've already had COVID. That the yeah. most of the vaccines are totally ineffective and have more side effects than actually the, the risks of the side effects are actually greater than you actually catching the disease. Yep. 
And it has absolutely nothing to do with any of that, Christopher. It, uh, the governments have basically said, or at least in Manitoba they have said, there will be no organized professional sports with fans until the vaccinations are done. Once you well, have your vaccine passport, you'll be allowed into the stands. So, I guess, I don't know about you guys, but I will never be allowed on an airplane again, and I will never be allowed in a sports or uh, uh, music stadium again. Why? Because there's not a fucking hope in hell I'm ever going to take that vaccine. Yeah, but but do you, are you opposed to having a, a fake vaccine passport? Oh, if you can get me a fake vaccine pass, I'm all over it. Oh, you know those are coming. Those are coming, I guarantee you. Of course, though, they're coming. I I don't honestly know if I want to go to another football game or I want to go to uh, on an airplane again. So (laughs) I don't know if I need a passport. I mean... Yeah, and and I'm and I'm completely I'm completely opposite. If they would let me fly tomorrow without, you'd go without tomorrow. All this shit, I'd be gone tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I gave up my my actual passport about four years ago, and I that was the last time I was in America, and couldn't give a shit if I ever go back. Right. My wife kind right. of she wants to go to the Maldives. I kind of like the place. It's kind of cool looking, but uh, I don't think we'll ever make it. All I want to do is go to Las Vegas. So, and that would probably be the last place I would ever go. And go to the gym. And go, to yeah. and go visit my grand. And go visit my grandsons. Yeah, well, that that that, that I don't think they could stop me from doing that. Well, I've got a I've got a daughter-in-law who's bought into this, so yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. All I can say, yeah, me too. My son did. What was that? My son has bought into this. Yeah. Well, and and I don't know if I told you guys this at Christmas time. Because we weren't allowed to see people, I met my ste- my stepson and my grandson at Seven Eleven in Clarisome, Alberta. Okay, and I get out of my car, and my grandson runs up to me and elbow bumps me and says, "Grandpa, I don't want to hug you because I don't want you to die." Well, my eyeballs must have popped about six feet out of my skull at my stepson, and he looks at me and he says. That's my wife. That's not me. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and it took well, him about three minutes. It took him about three minutes and he was all over me. So, yeah. Um, I, I did have a, a, a post a while back, which was, to me, was really relevant that we were self-isolating now so that when we could join, when we, when we could come together again, nobody would be missing. And I think that it's really important, and I appreciate the fact. And uh, I am one of the people that if we got, I got this disease, I probably would die. And or you might not. Or you or might, might not. not. I might not. 
but uh, it, it doesn't look good. And I don't really, right. you know, I'm not taking any special precautions. I'm, I, I couldn't give a shit. Right. Okay. Enough of yeah. that bullshit. Let's let's move on from yes. this. Yes. Agreed. We only got 17 minutes left. Uh, the elk are. Do we have to talk about this? <laughs> so Andy, Charles did this. Well. Edmonton the Edmonton football team, formerly known as the Eskimos, is has shortlisted, and we've talked about this shortlist of, of names. They brought it down to seven names. Some of them were absolutely stupid. One of them was actually a dog that wasn't even na- – or a grass that was native to Japan. We, did, we had no fucking idea what that was until Sparky told us. Um, they've, they've got it down to – the elk, the Edmonton elk. And they're not really even putting an S on the back end, making it the elks. Because like the Eskimos and the lions and the Argos and the tiger cats oh are all pluralized. They don't seem to be pluralizing the word elk. Now, I don't know whether or not you can pluralize the word elk. Is it like moose? So you can't have more than one moose. It is. Okay. Uh, yeah, pluralized. Elk. No, you, no, it is elks. Okay. Sounds like a retirement home. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or elks. Or elks. I've, I've got it coming up both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people say that elk is the plural, and some people say that elks is the plural. Um, I don't know. Deep sigh. I don't know what it is. Anyhow. Okay, so here's one. uh, It's called Elk versus Elks. I'm having problems interpreting what is written in the Webster Dictionary. The dictionary first says the plural form is elks, but then points out that the usual plural form is elk. If you have to have this kind of discussion about the actual name, it's not the best name to use. I think they should just go straight across the board with 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 the Oilers, okay? <coughs> the I, Oilers. I guess, sure, why not? Good enough for their hockey team, it should be good enough for their football team. Okay, then. Makes sense. Does it? In Willy World, it does. <laughs> and then you don't have to change sweaters. God. Okay, we're moving on. No worse than the elk. It's a dumbass name. Okay, it seriously is. <laughs> yes, it is. And I, I'm never going to call him that. If this is the official, now there there was a post the other day, yesterday I think it was, where 
the Edmonton football team has trademarked the, the name Edmonton Elk. And, uh, but that doesn't, that, that does mean that they have done that, but it doesn't tell you that they haven't also done it to the other six possible names. And no. I would be really stupid. It would be really stupid of the football team to go and trademark the name, you know, to announce that we're going to use the Edmonton Elk and to uh, put in a trademark and then the trademark get denied. Okay. So I think that they should have trademarked all of the name, all of the names and find out which ones got approved and then pick the best of those. I mean, it doesn't mean that any of them would be rejected, but, you know, I'm just saying, you've you got to cover your ass under these circumstances, right? You don't just do one. You've got to do them all. That's why when you're registering the name of a company, you actually have to give them three options because they might not like one, so you got to... You don't have to resubmit all the time. This is the only name I want. Don't give the government an ultimatum. It never works. So I'm going to move on from this and talk about this idiot, Glenn Suter. Because Glenn Suter is almost as big a... Saskatchewan Homer as Rod Peterson. Almost. Almost. He's not there, but he's almost. And he says that he always favored Fajardo over Manziel. He always what? He favored. He favored. He thought that Fajardo was a better football player than Manziel. Johnny Manziel? Menzel? Yeah, 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 I know. Okay. To say this after one has been out of this, the league for two years and one has barely got a starting job is, is asinine at best. I mean, where, where does this level why, of wisdom why, why come from? Even, why did he even come out with this statement? I mean, if you came out of this statement two years ago when, when Fajardo was a backup in B.C. and Manziel was starting for Montreal, he had to look like a fucking moron. Now he's, he's bringing it out now after Manziel's out of the league and Fajardo now has a starting position. He looks like he's brilliant in his mind, but he just looks like a moron to me. And he's just trying to tell us that, oh, yeah, I, I think Fajardo's been was the man all along. He was the man when he was a backup in Toronto. He was, a, he was the man when he was a backup in, in B.C. And he was the man when he was a backup in, in Saskatchewan. And then he became the star of Saskatchewan. Was... And I knew all along that he was just a brilliant football player. What an idiot. I, I'm reading this article. And, like, was it a slow fucking news day or what? Well, yeah, probably. Oh, my God. Will, Uh, we're coming up into the second year without football. Yes, it's a slow news week. Every day is a slow news week. But how how – 
Who publishes this garbage? Tree Down Nation. <laughs> Tree Down Nation. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. I'm I just why why are we even talking about this? Len Suter's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Okay. And Fajardo was like a backup for years, and even when he was going to Saskatchewan, he was a backup. He only started because Zach Caleros got hurt, and he caught lightning in a bottle. And I'm still going to say it here because he's only had the starting job for a year. Let's see him do it for more than one year. Let's see whenever we do get back on the field. Let's see if he keeps doing it. Less than I got a year. One word for, I want to point that out. Yeah, Less than a year. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I've got two words for you. Um, um, Jonathan Casey Jennings. Printers. Jonathan <laughs> Jennings, Casey Printers. One hit Mark wonders. Uh, Casey Printers was a league MVP and never did anything after that. Uh, Jonathan Jennings had one big year, never did anything after Let's see Cody Fajardo do it for more than a year before we anoint him the next one, even though the people in Saskatchewan have already done that. I'm not arguing. Yep. There's wisdom in what you say, Charles. Well, it's just common sense. <laughs> Which is grossly lacking these days. Yeah. Okay. We're going to put Glenn Suter to bed. Hey, did you? Uh, I was going to mention something. The best line I've heard on Twitter this week was, Charles uh, or Charleston Hughes said <laughs> negotiating with Saskatchewan for his contract was like being on Kijiji. Okay, I thought that was hilarious. Sorry. Uh, okay. Is the CFL any closer to a Canadian starting quarterback? Is this Not because Michael O'Connor is now a third stringer with the Calgary Stampeders? I think that had something to do with it. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Michael O'Connor. He's a T-Bird, right? Ex-University of British Columbia Thunderbird. Uh, Vanier Cup winner. And he chose to play in a Canadian university instead of going to America and play in one of the American universities down there, which he could have elevated his career and may have actually got him into the NFL. We don't know that. Um, But that being said, the league doesn't want a Canadian starting quarterback. It, it it the league is not set up for a Canadian starting quarterback. It makes no sense for them for anybody to have one. There's no advantage unless he's better unless he's better than the Canadian or the American. Yeah. Which really he is. And which you're I mean, you're not gonna see a guy coming out of university better than the starting American. And the one thing that really handicaps it is the fact that the quarterback, a Canadian quarterback, does not count for the ratio. No, it does not. Which is so, so I don't get that. It's stupid. 
So well, then it's because he's a quarterback. Because the quarterback exempt from the, the ratio regardless. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so this it, guy is – this guy's got a great quarterback body. He's six foot five, two hundred and thirty pounds or something like that. Yeah. So he's a big ass boy. Yes, he is. He could be his own lineman. You never know. Maybe they'll convert him to left tackle or something. He's not big enough to be left tackle. <laughs> Come back, gain one hundred and fifty pounds, and let's do it. Could be a fullback. Um. I wish him well. I think he's a good kid. I think he's a good football player. Let's see, watch him develop. Are we any closer to a starting Canadian football or a quarterback? No. No. And I and I think he's in a great position in Calgary, of course, with all that quarterback talent. And the best thing he didn't do was who was he with? He was with Toronto, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, the best yeah, thing he, was, he didn't do was was sign with Toronto because Ryan Dinwiddie hates Canadians. Does he? Yes, he does. Can't stand them. It's an interesting uh, observation. Well, and 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 Mark will Mark will back this up because we listened to that podcast with Chris Walby, and Chris Walby talked about, uh, was it Chris Walby or was it Doug Brown? Maybe it was Doug Brown. He talked about the Grey Cup game with Ryan Dinwiddie as the starting quarterback, and before the game he basically told all the players, don't worry about it, I've played in bigger games than this. I come from America, and they knew they lost the game right then and there. Yeah, that was uh, Doug Brown. That was Doug Brown, that's right. Yeah. I've played in bigger games than this. What a stupid thing to say. He played, where did he play? Mark Boise State or something? Like, I can't even remember where he played at. Yeah, I think it was Boise. Yeah. There's probably only about four or five games in America that are bigger than the Grey Cup. Well, no, but what what he did was he he didn't think much of the league. He thought he could walk in first game ever as a starter and win, okay? And so if he's got that attitude as a player, you think it's changed as a, as a coach? It's not no. a chance. Okay. Well, I got I to gotta close down the show here, guys. We've got less than a minute to go. Uh, this oh, has been wow. Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 471. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. We are 50 seconds left in the show. Um, uh, thanks, Rudy, for calling in, and uh, say goodnight, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And Marky. Marky Mark. G'day, everybody. Uh, just because I haven't said it in a while, BC sucks. Oh, fuck off. Uh, William... Good night, everybody. We, I know we haven't talked about this for a while, but go Halifax, go. Go Schooners. We did not mention Marcus Crandall once tonight. Can you believe that? How can we have a Let's Talk CFL did. show without you talking about Marcus you Crandall? Just I, I'm just, I'm totally disgusted with all of that. Okay. Uh, go, Marcus.
Okay. Good night, everybody. Take care.